Welcome to Win with Richardson and Richardson. What's important now? Success in business most often comes down to hard work, not by silver bullets and quick fixes. It's knowing where to focus that hard work that's key to winning. Join sales prospecting expert and three-time seven-figure business founder, Carrie Richardson, and managing partner of R&R Consulting and former owner of Doberman Technologies, Ian Richardson, for radical honesty regarding strategic planning, accountability, and execution that will get you the systematic results you're working toward. Let's get into today's episode. Thought leader and your host, Carrie Richardson. Hello and welcome to WIN. I'm your host, Ian Richardson from Richardson and Richardson Consulting. And today I'm joined by my friend, Steve Taylor. Steve, how are you doing? Fantastic. How are you doing, Ian? Hey, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Steve is the owner and founder of Rocket MSP, and he's an IT professional who has launched and run two successful businesses since age 25. He ran a successful MSP for seven years and then launched an MSP webinar platform to help educate IT service providers about the products that are available to them and how to use them better. He enjoys the challenge of working with smaller firms and startups and loves helping the underdog. When someone comes to Steve with a story about how he gave them the strength to start their own MSP, showed them a new way to provide a service or product, or help them save money somehow, he gets totally pumped. He built his businesses from nothing and knows how hard it can be to start and grow a business when you've got no money, no help, and the odds are not stacked in your favor. He's proud to be able to help his clients enjoy the same success that he's been able to achieve. So, Steve, while you're doing all of this, people want to know, when do you find time to sleep? You know, I I sleep a lot, actually. I I found that uh, I go to bed around 9 or 10. I, I used to be a night owl, and I still would be, but... You know, having a wife, having a couple kids, it, a dog, a cat, you know, it's all exhausting. So I, I just go to bed early these days and then I probably sleep until 730. So I get what, like 10 hours of sleep or something stupid. Um, I, I probably should sleep less. Uh, no, no. Speaking as a lifelong insomniac, you just described my special version of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Is going to going to bed early, waking up at seven. That sounds particularly glorious. That sounds well, particularly glorious. It it can be. I think uh, some of the older guys and gals listening to this will appreciate that. Uh, as I start to get older, I have to wake up a lot more and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And let me tell you, it's hard to get back to sleep. So, mm-hmm. well, it sounds like I'm sleeping ten hours. I'm really not. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's a it's a pretty typical scenario where there'll be a midnight wake up at two thirty three three thirty a.m. here, and one or both of us, uh, uh, Carrie and I, are like, "Yep, all right, time to start the workday." Then. Mm-hmm. So on on when we always follow a pretty set format here, and we talk about business challenges, business achievements, and the opportunities that business leaders plan on pursuing, and so you've got your organization, Rocket MSP. And when we were talking before we started the show, 
you'd mentioned that one of the areas that you really try to keep front and center and focused on is making sure that you're not falling victim to imposter syndrome. When you're working on your own for yourself, by yourself, you mentioned, hey, it can be pretty easy to either fall into that vacuum of I'm the best thing since sliced bread. I know what I'm doing. I'm good and not be open to new ideas or on the flip side of that coin to go, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I doing this right? And cycle into that nasty, uh, that nasty maelstrom of self-doubt. How do you keep imposter syndrome at bay as you go about your your daily business on trying to help raise the tide for IT service companies? That's a really great question. And it is something that I honestly struggle with. I've been struggling with for, oh, I don't know, how many decades has this pandemic been going on for now? Enough. Um, <laughs> long enough, right? So, I found the best way to keep this at bay is uh, you got to find a group of peers. They don't all have to be IT business owners, but you should find a group of people that are doing something similar to you. You know, maybe find some other small business entrepreneurs, sit down with them and just talk things out. You know, if you're able to find a group of IT guys, great. Um, if if that's what your profession is, but um, it, it's just so important to to have a group of people you can bounce ideas off of, and and just kind of get a sanity check. Is mm-hmm. is this crazy? Is is you know is this gonna is this gonna work? And not only get that sanity check, but get some extra ideas. You know, maybe maybe you're only like two thirds of the way there. And somebody else is going to tell you something revolutionary that'll just drive this idea all the way home. Yeah, so get out there and uh, get out there and 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 meet with fellow CEOs and entrepreneurs and peers and, and things like that. That that resonates really really hard home with me. I'm I'm a big fan of industry peer groups. Those peer groups with other folks in the industry because they know the specifics on hey how do I mm-hmm. run an IT business or an accounting company or a law practice. But just getting some local CEOs too because it's it can be a bit lonely at the tip of the spear at the head of the pyramid of an organization because no one really gets it. Yeah, not really. Yeah. Have you um so, so getting getting into those peer groups is helpful and, and the other thing that really popped out at me was um mentioning like that and it, it speaks towards that front half of the of the equation too is just getting different ideas getting ideas from someone else you never know when a, a lawyer or a doctor or someone right a, a landscape guy will have a great method for coaching in HR or doing customer retention or whatever that could be adapted for your particular direction. And that's exactly it. Just because uh, two businesses might be doing completely different services, you know, you both are supporting customers, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so many people always say, uh, you know, I, I'm not an IT company. I'm just a customer service company that specializes in IT. Well, can't you say the same thing about law firms? Well, maybe not law firms. They don't, they don't (laughs) take care of people as well as, 
never mind. Uh, you know the the landscaper and the the catering company and all these companies like you'll find that the companies that are the most successful have at least two components that I can think of off the top of my head. One, uh, they're super friendly and helpful for all of Mm -hmm. their customers. And uh, two, they've got processes and systems in place. And as long as they follow those processes, everything usually goes really well. Mm -hmm. Building, building the infrastructure to support the outcome. That's a, that's such a such a key takeaway there is if you spend those times building the systems and processes up, you'll get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. The thinking thinking about that, moving moving past that challenge, one of the areas that I, and this is probably one of my favorite parts of when is talking about recent achievements and you've got a pretty big one that really every entrepreneur wants to wants to get to at the end of uh at the end of a proverbial ride on the rainbow and uh you sold your business didn't you yeah yeah cats out of the bag huh cats out of the bag huh yes it is for those of you who are not familiar on november 14th which today is the 17th so we're talking about three days ago steve sold his business to carrie and i <laughs> yeah. he's joined our team so this is uh this is nothing but a family thing for the for the Richardson and Richardson crew. Um but talk to talk to me about one of the big things is and and we mentioned this in the first in the first segment is unless you're an entrepreneur you don't know about being an entrepreneur. But when you and I started talking those weeks and months ago, one of the things that I mentioned was hey like what do you want? Like where where do where do you want to be? What do you want? What drives what drives you? What gives you some passion? Do you want to sell your business? Do you want to fix your business? Do you want to you know do you want to be part of a team? Do you want to keep flying solo? Like what's what drives Steve Taylor? And there's like some processes and emotions and 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 things that go along during that journey. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So. You know, selling a business is actually, it's it's a lot. There's a lot of feelings that go into that because, um, you know, if, if I sell my business, am I selling it for enough? Am I selling it for the right reasons? You know, am I a failure if I, if I sell a business and like go work for the man somewhere? Like, you know, so there's, there's just so many thoughts that, that can take over. Um, and I, I think the most important thing is that again, find some people that you trust, uh, not, not as large of a group maybe, but find some people people that you can trust and bounce idea off of and make sure that this is the right thing for not just your business and your clients, but for you and your family. Because it, it doesn't it doesn't matter if your your business is is doing well if your family is suffering. And I think that was probably um the the key for me was, you know, if 
if I keep going with Rocket MSP, I'm going to continue to work long hours and late nights. I'm going to continue to miss things. Last night, you know what I did, Ian? I went out and I uh, I went to my son's school. He had his first fourth grade musical, and I got to enjoy it. That's enjoy great. it. <laughs> as, as much as you can with uh, with fourth graders singing off key. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was fun though. You know, we we did that. We got some ice cream, and it was great to just be able to. I, I feel awful saying this, but it was great to just shut it off. Mm-hmm. You know, like five o'clock came and I wrapped up what I was working on, and I went and did family stuff, and the screaming at children commenced, but. <laughs> The uh, the ability to kind of create that that space, the, the buzz term that I've always heard is work life balance, work life balance, which is mm-hmm. difficult as an entrepreneur. But but one of the things that Carrie and I have kept in this being uh, not not either of our first or our second rodeos, um, we, we've had both of us have had multiple businesses in the past is we don't want to fall into that trap of saying, OK, well, we're just going to work 12, 14, 16 hour days and, and work above everything else. Cause it's not, I don't know of anyone, everybody exits, right. And you exit an organization either vertically or horizontally, but we all exit horizontally at some point. And when you get to kind of that end of that, uh, of that path into that last stage, you don't really hear people saying, man, I wish I had worked harder. <laughs> But, you know, you brought up a really great point. Everybody exits. And as um, as entrepreneurs, it's really important for all of you listening to remind yourselves of a few things. Um, exits, type, types of exits you can have. You can sell. You can go out of business because you ran out of clients and money. You can die. Um, I mean, there's there's all different types of, of exits, right? Um if you are trying to retire early or retire wealthy, then you need to start setting up your business now. It's never too early to begin. And you know, we've we've said it at every stage at every stage of this, we've always talked about processes and systems that you have to have in place. Document all the things because if you can't just disappear and go on vacation for three or four weeks and come back to a business that's still churning and uh, doing its thing, right? If you can't do that, then your business isn't worth anything. It's you that holds all the value. That's right. You haven't built a business. You've built a a cage or a job, uh, as it were. And being able to... um... Being able to take that space, I love I love the focus on systemization and process. That's the the most important job to make unnecessary is that of the founder, because mm-hmm. if you can't get all of that secret sauce documented into systems and processes and resources and tools, then the value stays with you. And if you're not staying with the organization, it devalues the organization. Uh, and a business is just just like a car, it's just like a house, it's just an asset. And you use it and you can get enjoyment from it and whatever, but it shouldn't be it shouldn't be you. It's just a it's just a thing. It's just a thing you use to feed your family and feed other people's families. And I I know some people who 
are crazy and they say, you know, I'm I'm never going to retire. I'm I want to mm-hmm. do this forever. And I struggle with that because either uh they really love what they do or they work so hard they forgot what it feels like to have enjoyment mm-hmm. in other things. That is a that is a really easy trap to fall into and one that resonates hard. That's uh that's describing me circa 2018, 2019 and was kind of in that nasty well where uh where it was just work and uh enjoyment wasn't really something I even understood what what life was supposed to be like and supposed to is a hard word to use there but it's not supposed to be that much of a grind and that much of a chore there's supposed to be joy on a daily basis so thinking thinking about that and thinking about joy and 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 daily basis and 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 kind of forward thinking we had been talking about opportunities and one of the things you had mentioned um without tooting my own horn too much, is that you were excited to, to join R&R, but specifically you talked about, hey, like I've been flying solo and I'm about to be part of a team. And some like the team is the opportunity. And so talk to us about that. Talk to us about the opportunity of team and, and what's kind of what's kind of got you juiced moving forward. Well, well, look, um, I've I've known Carrie for a few years now. She's mm-hmm. been on, you know, maybe a couple podcast episodes of mine. And I I wish I had known you for just as long, Ian. It's okay. We'll get to know each other better. But knowing that I had a chance to work with Carrie, mm-hmm. um, that was really what got me pumped. You know what I mean? Like it, when when you see somebody in your industry be as as helpful and kind as possible while also being uh just so badass at what they do um that's the kind of person that that i want to find myself working with and and that's what i found her to be and and that's what i found you to be to be honest um being able to not only work with people but also uh, work work with people that that hold the same values as you do, but also have different experiences than you do. So that way, you each can can almost excel in your own way, and then continue to teach each other and build each other up. That's that's exciting for me. Yeah. No. That's your. Speaking uh, speaking from a point of completely unbiased judgment, my wife is quite literally a badass. Uh, mm-hmm. And <laughs> and um, it was it was exciting for us to to go through that. One of the things that happened with me at the end of my run at the IT company is I said, you know, I don't I don't know if I want to have another team. Maybe I'll just do this quiet little thing. And then over the coming weeks and then the months throughout this year, it kind of expanded and having the space away from what had become pretty much a point of stress in my world. Running an IT company had not been a joyful experience near the end for me. Mm. Um, Getting that space kind of almost uh, allowed a little bit of a chance to heal. And then 
the opportunity to say, well, okay, like, what did I learn about teams over the past 16 years? What did I learn about people over the past 16 years? What did I learn about business and clients and HR and whatever over the past 16 years? It started to get more exciting to bring in other people into uh, R&R. And uh, then when, when you and I got introduced through Carrie and the opportunity to say, hey, this is another entrepreneur that we can bring into R&R, that was exciting. Like that was really the the ticket where it's a, hey, this is someone who is going to understand when we go, hey, there's this problem or, hey, there's this opportunity. That's someone who can go, cool, CEO hat. Let's let's dive in. <laughs> yeah, which uh, which is just exciting. So. So, Steve, right where right is we're kind of winding down. Tell folks a little bit about Rocket MSP, about the community, about what you um, about what you've been doing and, and are going to continue to do uh, with that podcast and how they can learn more about it. And we'll close out with that. Absolutely. So Rocket MSP, even though it is now a Richardson and Richardson consulting company, um, it's going to continue to be. Uh, one of the best places for managed service providers and IT professionals to come and just have a community that, you know, if, if you need that sounding board, if you need those peers that you can work with, um, that's that's our biggest focus. And I've also got the Rocket MSP podcast where I sometimes have MSPs on as guests uh, or I'll have MSP vendors and uh, we just, you know, we talk about processes, we'll do deep dives into their products. Um, my goal has always been to help MSPs run a better IT business. And so every time I'm, I'm making more content, I'm, I'm asking myself the question, is, is this going to help somebody or am I just making content to make myself feel important? And as long as it's checking off that first box and not the second, I, I'm going to keep pursuing it. Love it. Love the focus on impact. Steve, we're going to talk again the second this episode is done because that's uh, that's the game. But thanks for coming on, Win. Appreciate you. Appreciate you taking the time to to come on and share a bit of your story with the audience. Thanks so much for having me. I look forward right. to seeing you guys more. So if you want to learn more about Rocket MSP, like Steve mentioned, you can go to rocketmsp.io to learn more, to join the community, and to consume those podcasts and resources. Steve's active on LinkedIn. If you want to find me, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm uh, the tag of Doberman Technologies after the in. Or you can go to rndr.consulting to go to our website, consume other episodes of WIN, look at our previously recorded webcasts, download our white papers, read the blogs, etc. Or you can connect with me and book some time at rndr.consulting slash connect. Until next time, take it easy. You've been listening to Win with Richardson and Richardson. What's important now? We're so glad you've joined us and know you're one step closer to winning big in your business too. We'd love to connect with you outside of the show. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to connect at rnr.consulting. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so you'll easily know when new episodes are available. Until next time, you can win and we're here to help. <laughs>